the five. Touchdown, Wisconsin. The Bucks have done it after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. To win it for the Packers. A dagger. Hey, do you remember last week when we were talking about vending machines? Oh, yeah. They should make a vending machine, but for, like, mini bottles. Yeah, oh, yeah. We we brought up the mini bottle machine. And you know where it's most needed? Camp Randall. You are 100% correct. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have to sneak these in. You would make a killing there, because now... Exactly. Now, I don't have to sneak them in anymore. Like... It, like mini bottles are just so versatile. Not Camp that Randall. it's hard. It's not hard to bring them in there, but it's honestly ridiculously easy. You can literally just put them in your pocket. There's not they a lot of care. cover, so you kind of just end up drinking it. Well, in front of everybody, but whatever. Yolo. Allegedly, we would go into the bathroom sometimes. Like you get like two like Coca Colas or something, and then you get like a couple mini bottles of Captain Morgan, and then you just dump them in the soda in the bathroom. But sometimes you don't even want to do that, you no, know. You get the Dookie air. So the Dookie air gets in the soda, you know. So sometimes you just mix them right there at your seat. Nobody gives a shit. No. Literally everybody else is doing the same thing. Security guards don't care. But they would do so well. If they had a mini bottle vending machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would go crazy. Printing money. Keep the students away from it or let them in. Who cares? They're going to do it anyway. If you build it, (laughs) they will come. Cheers. Cheers. And we're back like the Packers having a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's Thurston 10. (laughs) Three in a row, bro? (laughs) Three in a row. Okay. It, this is not the first time you use that opening, is it? I don't think so, no. I feel like you used that before. Not that you can't reuse it. I might reuse it every week. Every, when they get a fourth, I'm definitely reusing it. Every time they do well, you're going to use it? Yeah. If they When they get a fourth, that's hilarious. You know what's funny is our fourth Hall of Fame quarterback in a row is probably like four years old right now. Yeah. He's probably yeah. like two-handed throwing a football with his dad right now. Yeah. That's like. George St. Pierre style, the, the the goat hasn't even been born yet. That's right. The zygote, am I right? I hope it's Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the Packers, are we back? <laughs> How back are the Packers? What's your backometer? <laughs> My backometer? Uh... Tobacco meter. <laughs> I don't do it, okay, kids. It's bad. You want a one to ten this? Like a four. You're you're only a four. A five. I don't know. We're not that back. I don't. What are we supposed to be back to? We were never really that on. So while I don't want to be Debbie Downer and get everyone all all mad at me, I just feel like while we're on an upward trajectory, I don't know. Playoffs are still an outside chance. There's still, you know, so a couple tough games left. So I don't want to get too excited just yet. So I'm going to go with a five. Okay. You're going to go with a five? Yeah. I'm going to go with an eight. Wow. Whoa. I'm excited. Like, you look at the talent that this team has now that's young, cheap, 
for lack of a better word. You look at guys like Jaden Reed, Christian Watson. Right. Luke Musgrave had a crazy injury this week, but hopefully he'll be back if they do make a playoff run. But then you look at uh, like Tucker Craft, Quay Walker. They have a lot of really good young talent on this team, and like that's the type of talent that's only going to get better. So yeah. I think when you look at that schedule, there's a lot of bad teams left that they have to play, and a lot of those bad teams are trying to lose right now. We're trying to win. So I definitely think there's a path to a really good run. There's a path, and they're exciting and all that. But to me, that's not like that doesn't mean they're back on my like my backo meter. That's not that. Like I'm still excited about them. I just feel like they probably still aren't going to make the playoffs. Like there's beatable teams, but we've lost to beatable teams, you know, before. Okay, Raiders, Broncos. Come on. But that's the thing, though, is, like, we're a young team, so we mm-hmm. had growing pains. I feel like we're coming out of that now. I don't I don't think you just come out of it that easy. We, there's going to be more pains. Bro, there was that play. I think it was it was last week, so we can still talk about it because it's not old news. It was against the Chargers. They did, like, a little dump-off to Tucker Craft, and he thought he scored, but he definitely stepped out. But, like, he still jumped into, like, the crowd for the Lambo leap. And I was like, I feel like that play right there was the turning point of the season. Because then it was just, like, young people having fun. Like, we're just having fun right now. And that's the right way to play this game. Everybody else is, like, you know, thinking about their next contract or whatever. We're not even to that point yet. Yeah. We're just, like, out there having fun, playing a fun game. Also, that throw that Jordan Love had to Jaden Reed for the first touchdown. Like, holy shit, dude. That looked like Brett Favre. Yeah, he had some dimes in there. Also, you can't say it looked like Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers never would have thrown that football. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers would have been like, "Nope, I'm gonna hold the ball seven seconds, take a sack." Jordan Love put that right where it needed to be. Jaden Reed, who is looking Reed like I'm really liking, he's yeah, looking he's coming along nice. When he was drafted, the comparison was Steve Smith. Wow. And now, people, the comparison I'm seeing a lot is Stephon Diggs. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'll so he's getting some really good comps. I think the sky's the limit for Jaden Reed. Yeah, I do too. Well, he's just quick. So you said you don't think the Packers are going to make the playoffs? No, I don't. Like you mentioned, we're so young, and we kind of dug a pretty big hole early on, losing games like Vegas and the Broncos. And I know the Steelers have a good record, but that was still a winnable game. So we, we made the playoffs a tough look. Um, and then at the same time, the Packers play in Wisconsin. So I'm just feeling like the Wisconsin thing this year, everything that's a 50-50, it ain't nifty right now. So I'm going to go, no, no playoffs. But that's not, that to me, that's not really, if they keep looking like this, you know, taking steps forward and miss the playoffs, that's not, that's not a big deal. So you said Wisconsin. I'm starting to think it might have just been my parents. Because ever since they left, the Packers have looked really good. The Badgers beat Nebraska. So maybe it was just them. So uh, next year they're leaving before the first game. That's guaranteed. I'm buying their plane yeah. ticket right now. Uh-huh. We'll have a GoFundMe to send them back. <laughs> right? Send them to Flor- Send them to uh, Jamaica or some shit. <laughs> I don't care where it is. Uh, before I give you my prediction... 
You got to do a shot. We both said the Lions would win. So rules are rules. Yeah, hey, we're probably not alone. It wasn't the two of us that said the Lions were going to win. Man, when you looked at that injury report. I saw Lions fans talking shit. Well, you know. They're, there's a reason why they're Lions fans, and it's because they're not very smart. So <laughs> any rational person would not be cheering for the Lions at this point. Especially people that aren't from Michigan. Like, if you are not from Michigan and a Lions fan. You just like pain. You got to look at yourself in the mirror. Like I just question what you like in the bedroom because you like some freaky shit. I don't because I don't even want, I don't want to know about that. Cheers. Cheers. But uh, playoffs, okay, can you pull up the Packers' schedule, their remaining schedule? So the Packers have six games left, three on the road, three at home. So this week, toughest game remaining. Now, not this Sunday, as in, in like a day from now, a week from Sunday. They play the Taylor Swifts. And That's right, Mr. Swift and the boys. Mr. Swift and the boys. Uh, this is not your dad's Chiefs team. They're not as good as they have been the past few years. But that's going to happen when you pay your quarterback $400 million. So I'm not going to say the Packers win that game. But I think there might be a better chance than people are going to give them credit for. Riding high, long week. Like I said, the Chiefs are not as good as they have been. Uh, Then they play a very winnable game in the Meadowlands against the Giants. Yeah, they kind of suck. But hey, they uh, put up some points this last week, right, Tommy DeVito? Can we go back one week? Do you think Ron's going to get to meet Taylor Swift? Yeah, he's probably the doorman on her, on her suite. <laughs> I feel bad for Travis. <laughs> once she once she sees Ron. <laughs> when she leaves the stadium. Once she sees my Uncle Ron. Hey, man, he's taken, girl. Uh, can't fight. <laughs> come on. Uh, Buccaneers come to Green Bay. Winnable game. Yeah. Baker yeah. Mayfield, not unbeatable. But that's the thing is we've had winnable games. But, hey, I like at home. They have they turned a corner? I don't know. Uh, Christmas Eve, the Kakalaki Panthers. Yeah, yeah, the Carolina Kittens. Uh, winnable game, and then they play their biggest game of the year on New Year's Eve, the Minnesota Vikings, the Joshua Dobbs Vikings. Right. So you would think now Dobbs both? has been good, but you know Love's look good the past two weeks. But they just didn't. They just lose to Denver. I mean, the Packers lost to Denver, so. But that's what I'm saying, in a way, so. And then they got the Bears, who, we're the Bears' daddy. So, if it comes down to the Packers make the playoffs with the win against the Bears, you got to feel really good about it. I mean, you look at that schedule, and you can say four wins? So, what would that be, 4-2? Four, 4-2, two? Four and two, I think that would do it. And that would make them what? That would make them... Ten and? Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Uh, that might have been somebody's prediction, right? They're nine and eight. Nine and eight. Quick mess. But, uh... Yeah, you're the math guy anyway. I think I said nine and eight. So, yeah. Now, I might be completely backwards with my picks, but... Because I had them really good in the beginning of the season and falling off late. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, don't listen to me. Don't put money on this if you're listening. The Packers played the Chiefs already this year? That's weird. Preseason. Preseason. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say they make it. Now, I don't think they can beat Philly. I don't think they can beat San Francisco. I don't think they can beat Dallas. But I think any other team, I think they could beat, hypothetically. Like, clearly they can beat the Lions. They just did. 
I think I think they can do it. I think I'm guessing they'll probably play San Francisco. Now it would be op- like it would be really funny if Jordan Love was the opposite of Aaron Rodgers and just always beat San Francisco no matter what they're oh, record. That would be great. That'd that would be hilarious. But yeah, screw it. Let's go to San Francisco. Let's get a win. What's that? Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. And I always gotta ask you a dumb question. It's your trademark now. Is Jordan Love the best quarterback in the division? No, you can't say Kirk Cousins because he's hurt. So, yeah, you said healthy, the best healthy quarterback in the division. I'm still going to go with no. The best quarterback in the division is still Jared Goff for the healthy people right now. If you look at their stats for this season, because, I mean, Jordan Love's career stats are pretty much this season now uh, because that's the bulk of his games. Jordan Love for this season. Has 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a 60.5 completion percentage, and 2,599. Couldn't get one more. Yards. If A.J. Dillon could fall forward, he'd have it. I just wish he wouldn't fall as much. Uh, Jared Goff, this season, like I said, very comparable. 18 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 3,075 yards. With a 67.9 completion percentage uh, for Jared. Uh, his career, he's got 173 touchdowns, a career 93.2, uh, you know, 28,000 yards in his career. Obviously, J- like, Jordan doesn't have the career numbers, but that's what that's why I give the edge to Jared Goff. If they have comparable numbers, with maybe even a slight edge, Jared Goff, but then you have longevity right now he's been doing it for longer for jared goff i'm gonna go with jared goff okay numbers are for nerds so i'm just gonna go with what i saw yesterday and say jordan love is clearly the best quarterback in the division like did you see that throw to Jaden reed also jared goff turned into mark sanchez and that's what he's gonna do (laughs) bro he would fumble on somebody's butt for sure no it's jordan love it's the Green Bay Packers, it's death, taxes, and the Green Bay Packers having the best quarterback in the division. Those are the three things you can always count on. Give me Jordan Love and f*** the Bears. <laughs> no, this one game does not make him the best quarterback in the division. It doesn't make him a Hall of Famer and, you know, whatever, yada yada. Alright, let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. Dude, once again, I know the final score was close against Boston, but once again, we shit our pants against Boston. How concerned are you about the Celtics and that we're not going to be able to get over the hump? They're concerning. So I'm very concerned about Boston because I think I was already concerned, and then they got Drew, and then also they look really good. While we're like, we look like when the deer just gets born. And he got to wobble around, you know, and he like fall over, and he got the wiggly old legs, and it's cute when it's a deer, but it's not cute when it's the bucks. So like we're stumbling around, and you're looking at Boston, like wow, they look real good. Um, the Bucks did have a win streak, but it's like when we came in on a high, Boston still kind of kicked our ass. You said only on Boston, so you saying? Yeah. My, oh my worry meter only Boston. I'm gonna still I'm gonna say eight. I'm like. 8 out of 10 worried. Yeah, I mean, I'm also very worried. I don't know what it is. I don't know how they figured out the Bucks as well as they have. Like, everybody on Boston does good. 
as soon as I see the Bucks. It's almost like Brewers Cardinals, where it doesn't matter how good the Brewers are, how bad the Cardinals is, they will give us fits every single time. Like people that you've never heard of will just be coming up from the Cardinals AAA system. Guys you've never heard of on Boston's bench. It feels like the Raptors for me, too. The Raptors? But I don't think the Raptors are a threat in the playoffs. No, no, no. But I just mean, like, yeah, I didn't know yeah, who yeah. Gary Trent Jr., right? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Senior was until, like, he just started raining down on the Bucks. Like, I don't know who, like, yeah, they always seem to find somebody. It is one seed season. It's the time of the season. In which you don't know what you're going to talk about. I feel like the Bucks are the hardest team to write questions for. I don't know why. Like, the Packers, I feel like they write themselves. The Brewers, they write themselves. The Badgers. But the Bucks, I feel like I always have to, like, stir up controversy. I have to stir up drama. Because they're just, like, so... Like, it's a credit to Giannis in a lot of ways. Because no bullshit happens in, the, in that locker room. You know? Right. The closest mm-hmm. you get is, like, Terry Stotts quitting. That's, like, the closest you get to drama. I feel like it's Giannis who runs a tight ship. He doesn't let anybody run their mouths or anything in the media. So I'm going to run my mouth a little bit. I think the Bucks should go all out for the one seed. What do you mean by that? Uh, can I drop some breaking news on you? Bucks related. Chris Middleton out with an Achilles injury. I don't know if it's serious or not. Darn. We wish Chris the best. Should the Bucks go all out for the one seed? Well, I don't know. Maybe that's the universe giving us a sign. Right, yeah. You know uh, what? Maybe it's more important that they're healthy. Maybe the one seed's not. I've never had a take get re- refuddled. Just answered. Rebuttled Just so quickly. <laughs> you asked it? And the universe responded. I'm going to do a shot for that. God so, damn. Hey, guess what? Boop. No. No, they should not. They should just try and have players available for the playoffs. They should wear a helmet everywhere they go, because head injuries are serious. You can't... Achilles was wearing a helmet, Jimmy. What got him? His Achilles. Chris could have been wearing a helmet. Have you ever seen the movie Bubble Boy? With Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Yeah. That's what the Bucks should do. Can we? Is that in the NBA rules? Sure, why not? All right. right, We're going to do it right this time. Bubble Bucks? Cheers. 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 For Chris and my stupid take. Yeah, you know, the Bucks should try and be healthy and just make it. Clearly, the Heat beat us last year, so. Man, I hate that. I'm so mad. Would you hate ankles? Like, I, I want us to go out and be good. You know, like, I, I want us to go out and play. Like, if I go to a random game on a Tuesday night, I don't want Giannis to be sitting because, you know, he played three games in a row. Like, I just want the players to play. Yeah. That's well, all I want. So I'm going to pivot the question. I couldn't have drawn this up better in retrospect. Should they go all out for the IST, the in-season tournament? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, what does all out mean for you? Just keep playing Giannis, keep playing Dame. Right, play the good players. Yeah, I think they should. Um, especially because, like if you said, if Chris is hurt and maybe it becomes... Well, let's just see if we can get, whatever, two, three, four seed and be healthy. A nice consolation prize and some money for, you know, whatever the lower folk would be, you know, uh, the IST. Now, I've had some time to think about the Chris Middleton injury now. It happened two minutes ago, so I've had some time. And I'm thinking this might be a blessing in disguise. 
Well, you don't know the extent of the injury, so I wouldn't say that. Okay, this could be a potential blessing in disguise. All right, I'll give you that. Because Marjans look good this year. Yeah. I think they're hoping he's the wing of the future, right? Andre Jackson Jr. has looked good this year, especially defensively. I think he has a very legitimate chance of being their fifth starter in a, in a playoff series. AJJ? Yeah. I'm not saying that as hyperbole. I think if you look at the Bucks, because did we talk last week about, like, do you want Alex Caruso? Yeah, so... It, like, I would rather just keep the team intact. Ball hair head looking ass. And have AJJ be the fifth starter and keep, you know, Pat and Bobby and all, like, the pieces you would have wow, to trade. so you're going AJJ? I think, like, AJJ getting his chance to prove AJJ? that he can play at this level. Because defensively, we know he can do it. I feel like that's exactly what the Bucks need. The other AJ, AJ Green, he gives you some scoring off the bench. I feel like he's going to get more minutes now uh, with Crowder and Middleton hurt. It's a yeah. potential blessing in disguise. Well, now, if this is a serious injury and he's out for the year, then absolutely not. Now, if it's just like precautionary, well, then you know, don't send us your hate mail. You got mail. But, you know, we have some young pieces who we need to develop and. That's exactly what Bud did not do a good job of. Bud was always like, I'm playing the veterans. I'm trying to win. If they're going to fire me, I want them to fire me because we won. Can we trade for a 35-year-old guy that (laughs) that hasn't played? If Bud was the coach, he'd be in John (laughs) Orr's office throwing hands to get Alex Caruso right now. (laughs) And honestly, this is kind of like what... You mentioned it before with like Toronto and how they always have those guys who just beat you like Gary Trent and those type of guys. But that's where Adrian Griffin came from. Yeah. No, he, he's so, been a candidate. So this is, I feel like, what we brought him in for. Let's see. Hopefully Griff can he can season the young guys into veterans. Yeah, that'd be nice, hey? Um, so go all out for the IST. What did yeah, you Yeah, why not? I said, yeah, it, we have the talent to do it. You know, and if you're going to, like, load manage, we've talked a lot about that in our history. Managing the load. Uh, if you're going to do that, you know, maybe then just go for the games where you can win some money, win a little hardware. The trophy case can always be bigger. I-S-T. I-S-T. All right. Uh, the Wisconsin Badgers. Woo. If they win tomorrow or today, does that salvage their season against the Golden Gophers? Yeah. It does, to me. I mean, it's a rivalry game. Before the win against Nebraska, honestly, I would have probably said something like, I don't think they have a lot of chance. And I still, they're like a coin flip. They're like, I, I really don't really know what Badgers we're going to get. Where is this one? TCFF, whatever it's called, Pink? Tiny Cockfield. <laughs> oh. oh, it's called Huntington Bank now. It's not, it'll always be tiny cock. It'll always be tiny cock to me, damn it. (laughs) If you can beat the Gophers, you know, in this kind of season, especially away, then yeah, I think you salvaged it. And you're going to a bowl anyway. All I want out of Luke Fickle is to be better than Minnesota. Like, that's step one, right? Like, maybe we're not at Iowa's level yet, which is kind of pathetic. To say that we're not at a team who only averages 240 yards of total offense. Yeah. But 
you got to start somewhere. And I think being better than Minnesota is a good step one. You know, you, you can't run until you crawl. Beating Minnesota, that's crawling to me. Dude, the thing about Iowa, though, it's like... It's, it's a miraculous two, season. Yeah, 10-2 and two and they win every game, like, 17-10. But they win them. It's fascinating. The 30-for-30 30 30 on the Iowa Hawkeyes football team that went 10-2 and two and averaged less than 250 yards per game will be incredible. Yeah, less than 250 points for the season. Jesus. <laughs> That's tough to do. Uh, so I'm saying, yeah, if they beat the Yellow Squirrels... Then, then I'm down. This is a statement game for us. Like, I don't even care about the bowl game. Like, if somebody's like, you could win the ugliest game of all time against Minnesota, like a two to nothing, just absolute shit show, and then go out and play some crap team in a bowl and lose like 70 to nothing. If that was the trade off, I want to beat Minnesota. This is like the Badger Super Bowl. This is our bowl game. Right now, and it's also Minnesota's bowl game because they're thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. If they lose, they're not bowl eligible, and if they lose, then you you get to see PJ Fleck one last time. That's a win-win for everybody except for PJ Fleck. Who do you hate more, Craig Council or PJ Fleck? Today, uh, like I said last week, it's recency bias. Today, PJ Fleck. Who do you think would win in a fight, Craig Council or PJ Fleck? Did, why didn't you pick nobody? I'm going to say P.J. Fleck, too, because it's recency bias. But on Monday, it'll be Cray Council. Why don't you ever split this twice? You missed the chance to split up. I thought I was going to take P.J. You're going to take Cray Council. No, I want to punch P.J. Fleck in the face more today. All right. Uh, Pajama Fleck. Fight, though, I think P.J. will beat Craig Ass. He looks a little more a little more tough. I don't know. Something. Craig would be scrappy, though. Fuck Craig. He ain't shit. You know, when one of them gets knocked out, America wins. So that's who I think would win America. I'll take Craig. Can't row a boat in the octagon, bitch. Go America. All right. Uh, funsies for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't pick oh, the game. Oh, prediction, prediction. We didn't pick the game. Also, I picked wrong last week. I said Nebraska. Oh, you said Nebraska. I, I said Nebraska. Wacky Nebraska. I said ne- Yeah. You said the wacky Nebraska. To victory. Cheers. Okay. Predictions? Yeah. F- Minnesota. Badgers 49. Minnesota 3. Let's go. I was going to ask the line. Uh, Badgers are favored by 3. What's the over-under? Uh, that I don't know off the top of my head. Really? Gibt mir ein Moment bitte. I know we've never done that before, but... Badgers have a 58% chance of victory. Uh, over under 43 and a half. Uh, Badgers 21. Yellow Squirrels 17. They give it a run. Uh, but they ain't catching us this time. Take that, Yellow Squirrel. All right. Well, join us next week when we do a shot after Minnesota wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you probably right. Also, we got time, right? We got a little bit of time. We have whatever we want. Okay. Uh, it's rivalry week in college football. Yeah. Okay. So, let's look at some rivalry games that are taking place and today. Uh, today, however you want to However you want to slice it. We're playing a little bit of Fruit Ninja right now. Ohio State Michigan. 
Who do you got? Go blue. Alright. I'm not going to take Ohio State because I have a soul. Uh, Auburn, Alabama. Alabama. Bammer. Arizona, Arizona State. Texas A&M, LSU. Washington State, Washington. Now, what's crazy about Washington... That's a big one, eh? Wow, Washington State fell off a cliff. They look so good against us. Yeah, they did. I'm going to go with uh, Huskies. That's a big one. Also, uh, Oregon's the favorite. They have like an 80% chance of making the college football playoff. So it's going to be Washington-Oregon in the uh, Pac-12 championship. In the Pac-12 championship. And, like, they're not giving Washington a chance. Oh, it's going to be 70 to 60 again. This is kind of a weak week for rivalry week. Also, a lot of games happened. So, like, Penn State, Michigan State happened already. Penn State won. Oklahoma beat the crap out of TCU. 69 them. That's impressive. Wait, who's 69 in football? Oklahoma, wow. 69. TCU, That's 45. That uh, Missouri beat the crap out of Arkansas. Iowa beat Nebraska in the most Iowa way possible, 13-10. Right. You're right, though. A lot of the rivals, a lot of the rivalries are just like, somebody's ranked, they kick the other team's ass. Oh, that's exactly how it goes. Uh, Florida State plays Florida. That's a weird one because Jordan Travis out for the year. That was a nasty injury that he suffered. That was. Are they still going to be any good, the Knolls? Don't think so. So are you taking the Gators? No, but... Because, like, Florida State could do it. They play Louisville in the ACC championship, so they could win both of those games. But if they play Georgia in the college football playoff, that's going to be an ass-whooping. Uh, let's do a fun eye. Hell yeah. So let's keep it in the college football family. Okay. All right. So there's a drinking game going around. Okay. Like Can that. you drink yeah. more beers? Maybe. So we're going to do this for next Saturday. We okay. might We might actually do this. We should tape it. It'd be fun. Could you drink more beers? Beers. Then Iowa will score points in the Big Ten championship oh. game. So it could be three beers. It could be 30 beers. You don't know. You don't know how many points they're going to score. But for every point they score, you got to drink a beer. Okay. And so, you, you have to do it before, from the time of the kickoff. Kickoff to the to final. the final whistle. So it could go into seven overtimes. Okay, probably won't. What's the beer? What's the beer? Uh, your choice. My choice? Yep. Um, it has to have al- alcohol in it, but, you know. It's Iowa, and so it's Iowa versus... The winner of Michigan-Ohio State. The winner of Michigan and the red team. Yeah, the team down south. I don't know if they say that. I know Ohio yeah. always says the team up north. Could we? The question is, could I do it? Yeah, could you yeah, drink more point beers? How many, like, what would be, like, your point cutoff? Like, 15? Because that's was, a beer was, every, like, 11 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say 17. 17? Oh, yeah, but okay. I also don't think Iowa's going to score 17 against Michigan. I got them for 10. Yeah, that'd be fun. So maybe I'll bring over a little Coors Light or something we, we get her in. There you go. Let's have some fun. Uh, I will do my cutoff at 15, and I say Iowa will score three. So we're probably going to be looking for reasons to drink. That's when I pick something nice, dude. Pick right? a barrel-aged right. 18-percenter. There you go. Make, make them count. Let's have some fun. This has been Thurston 10. That's Marcus. I am Jimmy. Follow us on Twitter, X, Thurston1069. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. It's 
been real. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Peace.